Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Wild Podcast has appeared to the official comicbook.com Pokemon podcast. I am your host today, Megan Peters, here joined by Christian Hoffer, who is on our magical television screen. Normally, there's a third person here, right, Hoffer? There, there is, but he's not here today, so it's time to make fun of Jim. That's right. It's a make fun of Jim week. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so if any of you are not aware, this is the Pokemon podcast where we talk all things Pokemon anime, Pokemon card games, Pokemon game games, Pokemon everything. Basically, if it has Pokemon in the title, we talk about it. We are usually joined by our third host, Jim Viscardi, but he uh, just just couldn't, just couldn't cut it today. So Hoffer, Hoffer and I decided it was time to Time to keep on going. Yeah. He'll be back next week. So if anybody here is really affectionate towards Geodude and needs an update on on that lovely rock Pokemon, he'll be here soon. And and you'll have another chance to show your affection for Geodude, and we will explain how later this episode. Yes, I don't know what Toffer's talking about, so I'm just going to let him roll through that one. But we do have a lot of news today. Like, before we came on, like, it was kind of a sparse day for information. And then literally, like... 20 30 minutes before we were preparing to get on and film this whole thing pokemon company was like and suddenly here's 20 announcements it was it was terrible we had to like take our old script and rip it in half and totally rewrite this thing from the ground up so we're doing it live not yeah we're not, just not really but you know you know we're, we're just kind of like flying flying by the seat of our pants but to start we'll go ahead and begin with the trading card game because we have a bunch of information about that coming out because the sword and shield pokemon card game the the series for that is it's here it's coming out yeah it will uh it officially goes on sale this friday um you can get your theme decks with the starter pokemon there's a lot of good pokemon this is a great way to like jump into the game there's a lot of like really great trainer cards that you can use to either accentuate your existing deck or to like create a brand new deck um and there's like there's a brand new mechanic the vmax cards which they are nuts so i need you to like break down a couple things for me because in the script before we had to rip it apart hoffer had written down what some of the best cards are so can Mm -hmm. you like walk walk me through that because i have gotten one of the decks and i want to know if i have one of these cards (laughs) well some of the cards are like good trainer cards so like uh the quick ball is a really great card because it allows you to quickly search through your deck for uh, Pokemon that you need. There's Evolution Incense, which does the exact same thing, only allows you to search for Evolution cards that you need. And I believe mm. that includes, like, Femax cards. So the entire point of those type of trainer cards is you load up your deck with them, you can have up to four cards, and so hopefully you get one of those early, and that allows you to get your deck going quicker. There's a lot of, like, really good, like, powerful uh, cards. The VMAX cards are going to be the biggest, you know, some of the big ones, uh, in part because um, their HP is just insane. The VMAX cards, so the V cards are kind of like, uh, for those who have followed the Pokemon card game in the past, they are the equivalent to EX cards um, or uh, GX cards. They are stronger cards if you take one out, you get more prizes for for when getting one of those. the mm-hmm. The big difference is the VMAX cards have like we're talking like 300, 340 health. Like GMAX Norlax, I think has uh, or VMAX, excuse me, 
Uh, mm-hmm. Snorlax has like 340 health, which means that it is impossible for it to be taken out with one shot. And a lot of these Pokemon have abilities that actually allow you to target Pokemon that are on players' benches. And when mm-hmm. you hit Pokemon that are on benches, they aren't affected by weaknesses or resistances, which means that you can do a lot more damage that way. So it's a good way of softening up those Pokemon or even knocking them out before they can do anything. And, you know, that those are real game changers. So you're telling me that Snorlax VMAX is, is the card that you want right now. <laughs> it's it's going to be one of the big ones. I've seen a lot. Like, you know, it's a little bit hard to tell. That seems to be one of the decks that are going to be getting used a lot here in upcoming tournaments. With the tournament play, so the deck, you know, this isn't, you know, in a bubble uh, that Snorlax VMAX card is probably one of the best in the game. The problem is it it relates to the meta where it goes back two years, so the last eight sets. But that's still going to be a very strong card that players are going to use for the foreseeable future. And I, I feel like that's going to be one of the stronger cards in, in play. Well, I'm feeling pretty good because I have one. <laughs> oh, well, lucky you. Did you get that during the uh, unboxing that you guys did yes. last week? Yes. So for anyone who's listening, uh, Jim Fiscardi and I, we did an unboxing of the Sword and Shield uh, series cards. You can see that on Facebook right now. Uh, we got some really great uh, V cards and we got two VMAX cards, one of which nice. was Snorlax and that is currently sitting at home. Very pretty. The card itself. Mainly, it's just beautiful. Yeah. The, the rainbow holographics on it, 10 out of 10. Yeah. The, the, the one thing that I really like about this set in particular is the artwork just looks absolutely astounding. They, they it, it did, is. They did not cheap out on the artwork. You know, that that's one of the things where the Pokemon trading card game can be kind of like hit or miss. And so mm-hmm. I'm very happy that they did not do that with too many of these cards. They, they all look fantastic i i can't wait all right well to continue our news bit before we get into our deep dive towards the end of the episode we have pokemon go news to talk about apparently they're doing some stuff in february they're doing so many things in february tell me tell me all the things um so let's see here so uh as of last week you can now get uh woobat and swoobat um in in the game as the february research breakthrough so those that's the little psychic flying pokemon with the heart-shaped nose and that's Mm -hmm. that's why we're getting the pokemon event uh the pokemon valentine's day event again which is pink pokemon show up uh, we have a spotlight hour, which happened on Tuesday, which was Onyx, which was a little bit underwhelming, but for what it was, you know, Onyx is, Steelix is a decent Pokemon to have in competitive play. They're doing a mystery bonus hour. Like everyone gets a mystery bonus, like extra candy or something like that. That will take place Thursday, which is when the podcast comes out. So lots of little events. They're doing a new friendship event. Just lots of all sorts of stuff going on. And to end the month, they will be doing a Pokemon Day tie-in, which we will talk about later in the podcast. Ooh. Well, I also heard they're doing Rhydon Community Day. Is yes. that correct? So Why Ry- Rhydon? Oh. Uh, Rhyhorn, Rhydon, um, and Rhyperior. Uh, so it's that that line. Last weekend, players had the chance to vote. I'm shocked that Rhyhorn, Rhydon was picked. Well, the competitive fans, like the fans who are really into like the competitive uh, play... Uh, really wanted that because Rockbreaker is an exclusive move that only Rhyperior can learn. And mm-hmm. it's a pretty powerful Rock-type move. Rock-type moves are great in Pokemon Go, especially in, like, Legendary Raids. They're good in the metagame, um, in, like, competitive play. So people people just wanted that. And so I think that's why, like, the, the Rhyhorn line won. I was a little bit surprised, personally, 
Because I thought I mean, it was like, going against Dratini. Yeah, it was going Come against on. like Dratini like, and Volpix I'm sorry. and Machop. Right, um, Volpix, I can understand like skipping over, but like Dratini. Yeah, I and- just feel like for the casual player, they would have seen that cutie and been like, "I vote for you." Yeah, I I was a little bit surprised that it, it won. Um, I was following it a little bit this weekend. I didn't actually get a chance to participate for reasons, but you know, there's a lot of complaints about how unevenly distributed, like, so like you voted by getting field research, which was like catch 20 Pokemon. And then once you caught it, that field research would tie into like would count as a vote for one of the four Pokemon and people were complaining that the research wasn't evenly distributed. But apparently mm-hmm. that was just people complaining. Um because mm-hmm. the Pokemon that, you know, play like the hardcore online fan base seemed to wanted to win one. So the world is right. We're gonna get shiny Rhyhorn and all that stuff later this month. So if you're into that, if you good want for that you. if you want that exclusive move. Yeah. You better get it while you can because you voted for it. You literally voted for it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not you specifically, but you as a community member in this Pokemon universe that we live in, you voted for it. Yeah. So our last piece of discussion is going to be cosplay. But before that, I have to hijack this conversation to talk about the anime. <gasps> okay, let's do because, it. Because as we know, I am the queen of anime. Mainly, I want to talk about the fact the next week, Leon himself... <laughs> I knew it was coming. The anime. I couldn't do this podcast without at least mentioning Leon once. Leon, I feel like, is Hoffer's worst like enemy. He you are actually me. nemesis. Like I, I thought his design was like goofy when I first when they first announced him, and like I, I just he annoys me. Um, like I really hope that like the post game stuff that you know like the DLC doesn't feature him at all. Like, we were mm. so close, so close when you did, like, the post-game stuff where you actually got your legendary Pokemon, and he doesn't, he's not participating at all. It's like you, Hop, and Piers, and it's like, mm. where, where is the previously unbeatable champion when, like, actual villainy is afoot? Like, I was, like, half convinced that he was going to become, like, the secret bad guy, like, pulling yeah. the strings, and no, no, he, like, shows up at the very end, he's like, yeah, they're, they're out on, like, you know out of prison for good behavior along with myself because mm-hmm. I'm also probably imprisoned. That was just kind of, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how, how they do Leon in the anime. Yeah. They've hired like a super serious voice actor. Who's like a veteran in the Japanese voice acting industry. Mm-hmm. So like, I expect Leon to come in and be like, Oh my, wah, like super deep voice or something. <laughs> when like, I really expect him to be like, Hey guys, like, I feel like he's that kind of guy. So, yeah, I, don't know. I, 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 it always cracks me up with like, you know, the Japanese, uh, like dubs versus, you know, the, the Japanese voice acting, which usually is a lot better than the English voice acting. I will grant that, but it always cracks me up because some of their choices for some of the characters, like characters that you don't think have like the deepest voice ever, like, you know, end up having, like, these insanely, like, super, like, macho man voices. Like, yeah. everybody is, like, All Might. <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> you know. sounds like they're ready to go to, like, a bodybuilding competition, even if they're, like, 12 years old. Yeah, and Leon, Leon doesn't really strike me as as that sort of character. No, 
Absolutely um, not. So I, I am a little bit curious. I feel bad that, that my, you know, my man Lance is about to get, you know, jobbed Lance. out to him. I know. Um, that's so sad. Like, can we finally get Lance back? He's brought his red Gyarados and he's going to lose to Leon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they have to, like, build Leon up. And I, I am a little bit curious to see, like, what Ash's Leon beating team is going to end up being. Like, mm-hmm. just, just out of curiosity, you know, because we haven't, you know, so far we've only had, you know, he's got a Dragonite as his yeah. opening Pokemon. We know he's going to end up with probably Grookey because he always ends up with the Grass-type Pokemon, with the exception mm-hmm. of uh, XY is the only time he hasn't. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming he gets Grookey and Sobble. And then, like, maybe he's going to get this, like, badass Gengar that's running around. You know, like, I don't that, know. Like, I thought, I thought for sure he was going to end up with the Gengar last week. Like, oh, I, yeah. I really did. And, like, the way they're building up this Gengar... I would not be surprised if he ends up with it as kind of like his gigantic, one of his like Gigantamax yeah. Pokemons. Like, hey, Leon, yeah. welcome to my gate of hell. Yeah, literally, if you've played the game, you know when this Gengar <laughs> Gigantamax is, it's a giant mouth and it just sucks you into hell. Yeah. But let- basically, Leon's coming. However, in the anime, they gave him a name change as they always do. So I'm pretty sure his name's Dinde or something. So you can now, you now have two names to hate Hoffer. But most importantly, after the episode with Leon, we have gotten a tease that fat Pikachu's coming back. (laughs) We have gotten a tease that Pikachu, Ash's Pikachu, will be sucked into like like a Dynamax portal area he like it says like a red light envelops him. So that's what the synopsis says. That means Pikachu will either Dynamax or Gigantamax. We know this Pikachu is capable of being fat Pikachu. We know it's possible. We saw it. That's what the we first like, two seen seasons it. was about. Was was him being yeah. and then he slimmed down when he like hit like level one hundred. Back in yeah. the Johto region. Yeah, now he's gonna like he's literally so overpowerful and too OP, he's going to revert back to Fat Pikachu when he gigantamaxes. So everyone's really hopeful that's the case and that we get good old classic Fat Pikachu because he apparently is going to Dynamax or Gigantamax after a stray Dreadnaw does at the tournament. And apparently Ash is like, you know what? I got this. <laughs> and he's just gonna like <laughs> immediately start fighting. So if that's not the most Ash Ketchum thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I'm sure, like, he's going to, like, throw out his stepfather as, you know, like, just a random Pokemon that he uses in the Dynamax raid. Oh, for um, sure. Like, Dad, like, play catch with me. And by play catch, I mean kick the shit. Oh, Oh, Oh. we got a... Mm, did you, did you just hear that beep right there? Please send your complaints to Christian Hoffer on Twitter. At, <laughs> don't <laughs> that's worry. Like, that's the first time I've dropped one of those in a long time. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, we'll make sure to censor that one out for you. Keep our friendly, our friendly rating. Um, but to finish this kind of brief news break, we're going to end on a nice family-friendly mm-hmm. note of cosplay because someone made maybe the coolest Pokemon cosplay ever. I, I saw this on Reddit. And I, 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 I knew I almost sent the link to you. I knew you were going to get like find it, so I wasn't too worried about it. But I was insanely impressed. Like this yeah. is nuts. Like just so basically, somebody decided I'm gonna cosplay Groudon. You know why not? Why why don't I cosplay Groudon? They went above and beyond. They made like a full like professional sports team quality mascot yeah. outfit that is Groudon. It's like full foam encased. It's got 
everything. I mean, it's everything. It literally looks exactly like the sprite uh, that you see in the game. I legitimately thought that it was like a Pokemon company plant. Like, you know yeah. how, like, um, like you know, companies sometimes, like, use Reddit to, like, go viral and stuff like that? I was, like, half convinced that it was like, oh, like, look at my Groudon cosplay. You can see this at the North American Championships and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But, you know, I mean, it's it's insane. Like, you, you have yeah. to check it out. Yeah, you can find it. We've written about it here on the comic book website. But basically, yeah, it's made entirely of foam. The, the person who created it on Reddit was answering questions, like, in the comments. And everyone was, like, flooding him with awards on that one post. He mm. probably has, like, a lifetime subscription to, like, premium Reddit at this point. <laughs> but, like, it's, I, I honestly, like, can't stress to you how impressed i am and like comic book we cover cosplay a lot for pokemon and for anime mm. and like this one above and beyond it is like yeah. i just can't even it's i mean so good i'm always impressed by the engineering and art that goes into cosplay like whenever people are like oh cosplay is ruining my comics conventions it's like shut up the people who make those costumes have more talent in their pinky fingers than the people making those complaints online but when I like see something like that, it's like, how do you, how how is that your hobby? Like, you know, this yeah. is like professional quality, absolutely amazing stuff. Like, they're like, you know, like I I never want people to like monetize their hobby, even though that's all I seem to do. Um, but <laughs> true, I mean, it's, literally true. It's what you I are do. a literal Pokemon journalist. Um, but when I see something like that, it's like go pro. Like, please, for the love of God, like, make lots of money doing this, please. Like, like do I it. would 900% pay that person to, like, show up at an event for me. Oh, yeah. Like, Wedding, please officiate. My child's <laughs> birthday, pop out of the cake. I don't care. I will pay for dry cleaning. Like, I would not. Like, I don't think you understand. My affection knows no bounds for this Groudon cosplay. So, anyways, it's, it's please insane. check it out. Yeah, so... On that note, we will be switching to our deep dive in a second because Pokemon Day, all of the new news has been announced that you need to know. So we will be talking about that after this quick commercial break. So, Hoffer, Pokemon Day. Lay it on us. What's Pokemon happened? Day. So... We knew some of this already because the Japanese Pokemon Twitter account kind of like announced some stuff, but now it's super duper official. We've got Pokemon Go tie-ins. We've got new Gigantamax Pokemon. We've got a random new popularity contest. So uh, lots of things going on. First and foremost, we're, we will learn the identity of a new mythical Pokemon on Pokemon Day, Ooh. February 27th. This Pokemon will be featured in the upcoming movie, Pokemon the Movie Coco. Oh, okay. And also, it will eventually appear in Pokemon Sword and Shield. So, that we knew about last week, but, like, they officially, officially confirmed it. it mm -hmm. It'll be pretty cool. We This is the first time in, like, years that we have no idea what the mythical Pokemon was going is will yeah. be. Because due to the entire, like, you know, now that the Pokemon, uh, now that the Pokemon games are on the Pokemon Switch and they can just push updates a lot easier mm -hmm. now, 
It means that you can't data mine that stuff in in the mm. games. It's great. Like I'm I'm really excited to see what it's going to be. Yeah, and I'm excited because Pokemon Coco. For those who don't know, that's like the new anime movie for Pokemon that's coming out this July. Like its teaser trailer is so interesting for me. Like I definitely am convinced like Celebi's going to be in it. But mm-hmm. like how we had Suicune in that film like a while back. Like I really want to know like what this mythical Pokemon could be. So you best bet. I'm gonna be waiting. Yeah, like, this is my Pokemon Coco <laughs> mascot. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm very excited to see what it's gonna be, how it's gonna tie in with this, like you know, the Celebi plot line. You know, will there be time travel? Like you know, because here's here's my thought. You know, with Pokemon Coco, so we we have this like Tarzan kid, and everyone's just assuming that oh no, like Pokemon Coco is you know this Coco character is just you know like a boy lost in the woods. Like, you know, who's who's gone wild. Uh, what if he's actually a caveman boy and Ash and Pikachu have actually traveled back in time because of Celebi, who is a time-traveling Pokemon? You know what? I actually love that idea. Thank you. Because we haven't seen, like, any other, like, remnants of modern society. They're literally just stuck in a jungle. <laughs> so, huh? you know what? Huh? I buy that theory. That's not a bad theory. Yep, you'll be 900%. you'll be seeing that theory on comicbook.com here as soon as I write about it. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm so curious because like one that would have interesting ramifications on like what could happen with the Pokemon anime, but also after this mythical Pokemon is announced for the anime, it'll be going from the anime to the video game. And so mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if there's going to be a story reveal in relationship with Pokemon Sword and Shield to I... Pokemon Coco, or if it's going to be just like the same story, but isolated, you know, ramifications. Or I'm just interested to see how that rollout will go because it would be kind of lame if we were just like playing Pokemon one day and it was like, oh, suddenly here's a mythical Pokemon. Yeah. You knew nothing about it. Like, I really want them to release, like, how they, they're going to have the DLC. Like, I want there to be a jungle portion in one of the DLC mm-hmm. islands. Well, <laughs> I, I would just, Coco. I really wish we could go back to, like, the older stuff. Like, when you used to get a mythical Pokemon, there was, like, a little mini storyline to it. Like, yeah. remember, like, you know, I remember Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Like, you went back in mm. time to fight Giovanni. And that's why Giovanni didn't show up her team rocket to like call you know to you know that that you 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 beat giovanni so thoroughly like he was embarrassed um and that's that's why he didn't show up when team rocket tried to make their comeback you know like i want to see stuff like that again like Mm -hmm. um you know the 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 distributions that they've done recently have been kind of lame where it's just like someone shows up hands you a pokeball and it's like hey here's a new pokemon for you to use and it's like good day and it's like Uh, what? Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I would really, love there to be a story. Yeah. Like, let's let's hope that we actually they they go back to that. I think that's something that people like the fans have wanted for a long time too. Yeah. Like, and um, if there's not a story in game, then I want it to make like a direct reference to the movie. Like, if they can't build it into both, mm-hmm. then at least let it be like. Psst. <laughs> There's yeah. some references to the film. They don't have to be direct or be like, they don't have to start a Pokemon. I don't know. It's not even a Pokemon cinematic universe, but just a Pokemon media universe. Like they yeah. don't have to get, get everything connected, but that's what I personally want. I'm entirely too invested in this because I'm very interested in what Pokemon Coco will be because they've kept it so mysterious, but mm-hmm. we're going to get that Pokemon yep. and I am excited. Yep. But beyond that, I think it's time we revisit pokemon go hoffer so uh they just announced this uh new pokemon go tie-ins which will tie into another pokemon movie they are bringing Mm. clone pokemon 
to Pokemon Go. Wait, uh, wait, really? Yeah, yeah. So, I actually don't know this. Usually, I know what's being announced <laughs> in this. Like, yeah, no, on, they, they they just announced this. So, Armored Mewtwo is coming back. Yes, which they brought him back. They brought him in last year as part of the Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution tie-in. Well, yes. this time to celebrate the worldwide release of the movie. They will be bringing in clone Pokemon like Venusaur, <gasps> uh, Blastoise, and Charizard available in four-star raids. So we don't know if they're just going to be like basically costume variants only, you know, with like the clone markings. Like the str- oh my god! I everyone go back like to last July. Go back to this podcast in last July. Listen to the episode where we review this movie when I saw it at the premiere and listen to me tell you that this is what I wanted because now it's here. Oh my God. When does this happen? Hoffer? Tell me now. February 25th through, I believe like March 7th. Maybe okay. I forget the end date, but it, it, it happens right around Pokemon day. They're also bringing in new party hat Pokemon. So Bulbasaur, Squirtle and Charmander, Pikachu, Eevee, Gengar and Nidorino. Gengar? Yeah. So Gengar and Nidorino will be part of a special raid day. And the other, uh, the starter Pokemon can be hatched from 7k, uh, 7 kilometer eggs. Um, And Pikachu and Eevee just show up in the wild because if you aren't sick of costumed Pikachu, you will be after this event. I'm Uh, literally so excited for the clone Pokemon. Yeah, I'm, I'm... I believe it was Jim who told me I was crazy that 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 wouldn't happen because, like, there was no way Niantic was gonna get so, like... Excuse me, I, I sneezed. I'm so excited <laughs> that, that Niantic would like be willing to do like a costume variant. But yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. I, well, like just remember, like last July we've only we had only had like two costumed Pokemon. It was like 15 versions of Pikachu, like Flower yeah. Crown Eevee, and like Squirtle with the like and Squirtle Squad Squirtle. And now, mm-hmm. since then, we've had, like, 50 costumed Pokemon. So it's, like, a brave yeah. new world. I'm I'm really excited about it. Like, I'm really I'm hoping so they have, like, variant stats, too. Um, oh, yeah. Just because, like, Armored Mewtwo has different stats than normal Mewtwo. So maybe these clone Pokemon are, like, amped up versions. We'll find out. To be honest, I was a little bit scared when you were saying, like, the clone Pokemon. Because I figured it was going to be in the main three. But then I was afraid you were going to say they were also going to come out with, like, crying Pikachu. <laughs> And that's, like, just something I don't want to be reminded of on a daily basis. However, if I'm ever, like, playing, like, PvP battle with somebody and I know I'm going to lose, just throw out crying Pikachu. Pikachu. Make them feel bad for me before they just KO me. Maybe yeah. maybe they'll do that as, like, the first emoji. Uh. Oh, my gosh. I would lit. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, I'm super excited. I will 9,000% be getting one of these Pokemon. I didn't think it was actually going to happen. I yeah. just thought Armored Mewtwo was coming back. I didn't know the other people were involved with this. Yeah, yeah. Lots oh of gosh. lots of cool stuff. Man, I'm surprised how many like anime tie-ins are happening right now. Yeah, that that was like an unexpected one. Like it makes sense because Pokemon Go has always done movie tie-ins. Like we've gotten Ho-Oh as a movie tie-in. Uh yeah. we got Ash Hat Pikachu as a movie tie-in. So like it's not like that surprising, 
But yeah. I was surprised about the clone Pokemon. That that was definitely yeah. unexpected. I mean, between the clone Pokemon, the mythical Pokemon, I mean, we're getting some we're getting some good. This is making me happy. It's yeah. making that queen of anime very happy right now. So beyond uh, the the clone Pokemon that are coming to Pokemon Go, there's like 27 other things Pokemon Day is doing. But yes. one of them has to do with voting, which is very timely given that it's an election year. It is an election year. Um, and this is a tie-in with Google. So like you know this oh. is this is crazy. Um so if you type in uh either vote pokemon or pokemon of the year in Google, it will bring up an option to vote for your favorite pokemon. You can choose one pokemon from each generation of pokemon. Oh, that's good. That's that's good. Or else it was going to be Vaporeon. Yeah. That was going to be my only pick. <laughs> so you can you can pick one from each generation. Uh voting take goes until Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And you know, this it's it's really cool. Like people were asking me like what's the link to it? It's like you literally Google search vote Pokemon or Pokemon of the year. Yeah. Like there's there's no like link to a page because it's a Google search. So is generation eight also included in this? Like can you go ahead and vote? Yeah, yeah, the sword and shield and also it's it's raising new questions about uh, Meltan and Melmetal. So this is like one of the oh, big boy. internal debates of the Pokemon fan base is whether Meltan and Melmetal yeah. are Gen 7 or Gen 8 Pokemon because they appear in... They're Gen yeah, 7. Well, that's, that's, what, <laughs> that's what like, you know, a lot of people think. But for this, they're listed as Gen 8 Pokemon. Um, they are listed as Galar region Pokemon because... You can't get them in Pokemon Sun and Moon and Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So even though they appeared as last year's mythical Pokemon and, you know, came out before the Gen 8 release, you know, it it could be one of those scenarios. And also, like, different generations, you know, it's coded as Gen 7 Pokemon in Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon Go. So you'd think that, but... I don't know. And I mean, shocked all shocked. The internet can get things wrong sometimes, yeah. and Google's no exception because Melton and Melmetal are not 100 percent Yeah, I I mean I, I agree with you. They're they're mythical Pokemon that appear before the the star Pokemon for Gen 8. We've we've only had one yeah. example where that has happened with a mythical Pokemon. So it's possible, not likely. At worst, Melmetal is like generation seven yeah. point four. Yeah. But it like rounds down back to seven. <laughs> it's not 7.5 or above. I've been doing a lot of math recently, yeah. so I'm remembering all of these rules. <laughs> so who's who do you know do you know who you're gonna well, vote for? Because I already know for generation one they I, I already pick. picked out some of them. So the nice thing is is at first I only thought you could vote for one Pokemon, so I'm like, Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> and then classic, very expected that, of then, you. Then I found out like, oh, you can go back and vote for like different generations of Pokemon. So like, you know, I've I've voted for like a mix of my favorite. So I picked uh, I picked uh, Lugia as my favorite Gen two Pokemon. I'm trying to think who who else I've I've voted for. I picked uh, Metagross as my Gen three. You're going with a lot of legendaries and yeah. I, well, that's just you know the 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 type of Pokemon that I I tend to except for Bulbasaur. Yeah, Bulbasaur. He's legendary. In your um, heart. <laughs> I I went with um I went with Greninja in um mm. uh, for my Kalos. I can't remember who I picked for some of the other ones. Um, but you know, it, it was a yeah. it was a solid solid mix. I'm trying to think of like who I would pick for Sword and Shield. The problem is, is like it usually takes me a little bit to get like really like attached yeah. to be like, yes, you are my son. And so like most recently, I'd probably say Yamper because like I love Yamper. I, I do too. I don't care. 
how competitive or not competitive Yamper is just such a good yeah, boy. Yeah, I <laughs> I love Yamper. I think I leaned toward I think I ended up picking picking Toctricity. Toctricity is a yeah, beast. Yeah, he's he's really good. I I forget if it was him or Berserker or Cromorant. Mm-hmm. Those those were like the three really that ones. it came down to cuz I I really I mean, I honestly I love probably 95% of the Gen Gen 8 Pokémon. Uh like, mm-hmm. you know, there there's not too many that I dislike. Like when when the legendary Pokemon are like my least favorite, you you know yeah. like you've made a good generation of Pokemon. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned Toctricity because we got some news about that good old yes, boy. Yes, <laughs> he is coming to he is coming in Gigantamax form. He will be available starting February 7th in raids. He looks crazy. He is quite possibly the most frightening Gigantamax Pokemon I've seen. Like I thought Charizard looked cool when he like Gigantamax, but like. False. False. He looks assumption. like a like coked out version of Toxtricity, which makes sense because he's the punk rock Pokemon. So. Well, did you notice like he that his Gigantamax form? That is the um the shape of the Pokemon that's carved into the mountainside. Re- I did not realize that. Yeah, that's that's him. Like his his two spiked tail and the electricity that he's throwing. That's so like if you're playing Pokemon Sword and Shield in one of the towns where Bead has a meltdown. Essentially, you reach this mountain and there's a large kind of like basically almost like crop circle, but it's like a like a grass drawing in this mountainside of this mysterious strange Pokemon that it doesn't tell you who it is. You know when you're when you're playing the game, and so everyone was speculating, oh, it's it's going to be a new mythical or a new legendary, blah, 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 blah. False. <laughs> it was Gigantamax Toxtricity. Yeah, so like somebody like overlaid it. It's like the perfect Man, image. So that, yeah, I mean, it makes, exactly that it makes is. a lot of sense. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a really cool looking design. He's got a really great Gigantamax move. What it's is it? uh, called, um, I forget what the, exactly the move, is, what it's called, but it's an electric type move that does damage and either paralyzes or poisons both Pokemon of your, both of your opponent's Pokemon. So it's another one of those like very competitive play viable Gigantamax moves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's awesome. Like I love the moves that do stats conditions to both Pokemon because mm-hmm. also those get around a lot of like, you know, like usually you can't paralyze ground type Pokemon. Not if you Gigantamax and aim at their opponent, at their yeah, partner. It's cool. Like, it's it's a really good move. The Pokemon looks, like, just frightening as all, all get out. Like, I can't wait to get my hands on them this weekend. So it's going to be out this weekend, yep. right? That's what yep. you're saying? Yep, and he'll, he'll okay. have a boosted appearance rate for the next month. And then it should stay available. Like, this isn't, like, one of those, like, if you miss out on it. Unlike some of the other Gigantamax raids that they've done before, this is your first chance to get this. So no one yeah. has Gigantamax talk. So this is a brand new Pokemon, another way that like Pokemon Sword and Shield is just keeps up in the ante, giving us that new content that we crave yeah. months after the games come out. Because I'm 900% going to do it this weekend. So my because my boyfriend, he just like finished the game. He just beat like the final the final battle and the final legendary that you get to. Um, and his main Pokemon has been Toxicity. Mm-hmm. And I, but when he first started, he was like, I think I'm going to main this Pokemon. And I was like, that's dumb. Like, why would you do that? And now I'm like the biggest stan yeah. of this Pokemon. So good. So I will 900% try to get a Gigantamax before he does. But I'll probably fail. But I'll still try. <laughs> well, we'll awesome. we'll probably both get it before Jim does. Jim, Jim, I I can't wait until next week's episode. And Jim is just cursing about his lack of toxicity and how he can't find it. Well, you know what? Well, let's let's not mention it. 
Let's make sure he listens to the podcast because I don't know if he'll know if he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> and we'll both mention that we have it. And he's going to be like, what? When did that happen? And we'll be like, we caught you. Yeah. Like, we did, we... <laughs> you didn't listen to I, us. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably share a link about it here in like four days or something on the uh, on on our, you know, company chat and then i get to yell at him <laughs> he does that so often to me it's like you really just don't read any of my any of my articles do you jim i read all of and your stuff i appreciate offered. you for that thank you so is that everything we got for Pokemon so, yeah, Day? so far they they did hint that there would be more announcements coming it looks like uh uh, the Pokemon shirts uh, will be getting some sort of tie-in. Maybe they'll be announcing Johto, oh. Johto fabric patterns. Those those original Stitch Pokemon. Ooh, my gosh, I love the original Stitch stuff. Yeah, I I actually had a chance to wear my Bulbasaur shirt. Um, because we had like a random sixty degree day here in Ohio in January. Mm-hmm. So I was just like parading around in my Bulbasaur shirt. I was like, God, this is a good shirt. Yeah, I've been able to wear mine when it's cold because mine's a long sleeve black yeah. one with um, Jolteon on it. So I've been able to wear it pretty frequently as like a layering layering shirt. But yeah, nice quality. Man, I hope they do Jodo. Yeah, me me, me too. I, I would like to see more of those shirt patterns. So we'll find out here closer to Pokemon Day. But yeah, that's all the major all the major news. Well, I have to ask because I'm going to ask this always. What's the chance that they're going to announce the, the Johto remake? <laughs> <laughs> We will bring this up every time I, I until it actually is announced. I think that's pretty unlikely to happen. I mean, it's always possible, but we we already had one big Pokemon Direct announcement. I feel like if mm-hmm. they're the the next chance of that coming out will be around E three, um, because they've been yeah. doing Pokemon announcements randomly at E three. Like they used to never do that stuff, and like recently, mm-hmm. you know, last couple of years, and it would be the perfect time to announce something like that too. Because I feel like a new Pokemon Let's Go game wouldn't have quite the same, like, impact. Like, you know, it it wouldn't, like, eat up the news cycle as much as a mainstream Pokemon game would. So, like, Nintendo could still announce whatever their next game is um, without Mm -hmm. it just, like, totally killing their, like, momentum. So, like, like, let's, let's face it. Like, if they were to announce, like, Pokemon, whatever, like, if they were to announce, like, the next, like, a brand new Pokemon game at E3, that would be the big Nintendo news. It, it just would be. Like, that would be bigger yeah. than, like, Super Mario Sunshine 2 or, like, a new Metroid game. It just would. It, 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 it's That's how big the Pokemon franchise is. And so, traditionally, they haven't done a lot of, like, Pokemon announcements at E3, but they have done some, like, secondary stuff, like, um, uh, they they announced Pokemon Ultra Sword and Ultra Shield. They did a playthrough of Pokemon Let's Go. Although back then, you know, they had just announced the Pokemon Let's Go in like a special, like not Pokemon Direct. It was a news conference <laughs> where they suddenly just like they did like an official like news announce, you know, like a news conference in Japan where they just announced it. So I I think we'll get another one of those here sometime in the summer. But I don't think we'll we'll get a get a new game announcement here on Pokemon Day. Good, because I'm hoping E3 gives me something on the Breath of the Wild sequel for Legend of Zelda. I need something. Give me yeah, something. Yeah, I, I would but, very much like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 save the Pokemon stuff for a little bit. You got two DLC coming this year. If you do Johto, it'll come at the end. Be a nice little holiday surprise. So, you know what? I think that's pretty good. And I think definitely my favorite part of this whole Pokemon Day stuff is the toxicity. No, man. I can't say that because of the clone Pokemon now. <laughs> no, it's the clone Pokemon. Hands down. I- 
Clone yeah, I, I think I'll go with Toxtricity just because this is the first time I've seen the design for it, and it looks so cool. And I know, like, technically, because it comes out tomorrow, like, this weekend, <laughs> so it's not really a Pokemon Day thing, but that's, like, part of the Sword and Shield tie-in. So I'm counting that. I think it's really exciting. I, I can't wait to get that Pokemon. I, I mean, po Toxtricity has been a part of my Pokemon team, so I look forward to having, like, a another Gigantamax Pokemon. Well, that's our news for today. But before this ends, obviously, we have to do our fan favorite segment of the Pokemon podcast here. It is time for Hoffer to wow us with his Pokemon fact of the week. Is it weird? Please tell me it's weird. I didn't it get it is weird. Jim oh, actually okay. said he was very impressed by this one. Mm. Um, it's it's not quite as creepy, but it's 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 more of a oh that's really cool. Uh, so Zubat and Golbat, poison flying Pokemon. There is actually a reason for that. That is not just a random. We're going to randomly make a vampire bat like a poison type. Mm -hmm. Vampire bat saliva is actually toxic. Uh, it contains uh special anticoagulant properties which is why so when it it bites into you you know vampire bats don't really like attack humans like there's yeah. they they didn't start doing that until very recently there's there's like not that many instances uh but when they when they go to feed um and they 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 bite into a a mammal their saliva actually has like uh, is toxic in order to keep the blood flowing basically Oh, and so that is reflected in Zubat and Golbat, which are designed off of you know the vampire bat, and that is why they are poison type Pokemon because they are technically venomous. They are one of only a handful of venomous mammals. There's there's not too many venomous mammals out there, but vampire bats are one of them, and that is why Zubat and Golbat are poison type Pokemon. So we basically have IRL Dracula in the Pokemon universe. We could almost start our own monster universe because we have the Pokemon that like mummifies you alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have they, vampire. We, uh, we have a Frankenstein monster and type Null. Um, so yes. yeah, we, we've got basically uh, all we need is like a creature of the Black Lagoon. And, and, and we've got like 15 werewolf Pokemon, like, you know, oh. including including like Lycanroc. So yeah. I'm not not too concerned. So we've we've got our werewolf. So really... All we need is a Black Lagoon, and then we have our Pokemon Universal Monsters Cinematic Universe starring Johnny Depp and Tom oh, Cruise. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, there we go. That's the fact of the week is we are slowly but steadily making our way towards a Pokemon Monsters Universe. <laughs> Which really works great because it's literally Pocket Monsters Universe. It is. This is it's, getting it's, way too meta for me. <laughs> it's like, it's uh, getting way uh, too meta. We got to hit the eject button. We got to end this now <laughs> we before like, we... We are we, literally slowly descending into the Matrix right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that is our Pokemon fact for the week, and that's, that's our show, basically. So if you liked what you heard today, you can find us wherever podcasts are found. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. You can get Alexa to bring up our podcast. You can basically listen to us whenever you want. So if you like our, our dulcet, excited, or whatever tones we have to you, please, please continue listening to us. Uh, Jim Fiscardi's in some of them. He's not in others. <laughs> I'm not in some. Hoffer's not in some. There's really I, a great Only array. the bonus episode. I've only missed the bonus episode. So if it has, if it has a number on it, you will find me. I am the anchor 
of this yes. podcast. There we go. Okay, that's Hoffer's part in this. So if you want to continue to listen to us, that would be great. Also, occasionally on this podcast, we will read your reviews. If yeah. you put a five-star review for us on iTunes to let us kind of know how you're feeling about the show, what we could do better, what you like now, uh, how much you hate Geodude is also perfectly acceptable. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We will read it on the show. And if we do, you get a sweet, sweet Convoke.com t-shirt. You know, we just hit a review milestone over the weekend. What is it, Hoffer? We've got 100 reviews on iTunes. <gasps> oh, man, I wish I had like a confetti popper or something. Right <laughs> like we hit 100 reviews. All right. Well, I will make sure to tell Jim that next week we need to read some reviews. We haven't done it in a little bit, but we just hit that milestone. So if you want to get in before we do the next round of t-shirt deliverance and review reading, please leave a comment. Uh, five-star review. Let us know how we're doing. That would be great. Um, continue listening. We always have our podcast out on Thursday, so you can listen to all of the great Pokemon news as we talk about it. And if you want to continue the conversation, you can find me on Twitter at Megan Peter CB and where are you Hoffer? I'm at C Hoffer C Bus on the Twitters. Yeah, so you can please go yell at him about his uh not kid friendly language. <laughs> I I as best say you can't you can't say that I have bad opinions because all my opinions are good ones. So Alright, there we go. <laughs> well that'll be it for us today. Please continue to listen to us and thank you for joining us today for a wild podcast has appeared. Thanks. <laughs>